What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. It's ladies' night. Rye, we are two lucky gentlemen tonight. We are surrounded by not only some brilliantly, wonderfully looking ladies, but also some of the best podcasters around. So we're going to have some fun tonight. And uh, Janet, we'll start with you. How are we doing, my dear? Um, we are doing wonderfully, and I just want to say thank you for having me on with these other beautiful ladies because they're all fantastic. And I you love- gentlemen, I have missed you. Likewise, missed you too. it's been a while. So how how is Deplorable Nation going? Um, it is going well. I took a small break for a little bit. Um, because there's a lot of family shit going on right now that is not nice, um, and things are kind of falling apart. So, uh, I needed a moment to breathe. (laughs) You are not alone. And I think Mm -hmm. that's pretty much par for the course so Mm -hmm. far in 2023. Yeah. It's been a bad year. Mm -hmm. It's been one of those where it's just, it's, it's got that weird energy. You know, mm-hmm. it's got that dark, that heavy, that just dramatic energy. It doesn't matter how much you mm-hmm. try to avoid it. It's going to find you. And I- I'm with you. I, I just, it's, it's a weird one. And I know Julia, <laughs> Cosmic yeah. Beach, you were saying the same thing. Welcome to the club. 
Uh-huh. I'm always happy to be on uh Monday night master debaters. <laughs> I want to do your theme song, by the way. I got some okay. ideas for you, Matt. But no, it's just been a fucking dumpster fire for me since like January one. And um, you know, I I fucking had to get a new job and it's just been a hot mess. And how do you balance like that with your podcasting life? It's hard. And I was really tired. I felt so bad because me and Ellie had an episode that we were doing together and um, I was just so exhausted and, and I still managed, like after I saw her face and we got to talking, I got in the flow of things, but <laughs> it's sometimes it's hard to kind of push through your normal life and your podcaster life and find the balance, but mm -hmm. it's yeah. a labor of love. It really is. And, and, and that's when it. the podcast has to take a back seat. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it is what it is, you know, and that's right. what so, <laughs> there was a time when I started this that I was like, you know, this was like number one priority. Like this was and then it's like, OK, you got to put it in perspective. Listen, as much as I love doing this, it's not going to pay my bills right now. So I got to right. take care of business first. And this is something we do on the side. Yeah. So and it's tough because as much as I'd love to do a show a day and have time to research, it's. There's only so many hours in the day and, you know, we, we can't do this thing all the time. So make the best of it. Well, thank you for joining us, Julia. Happy to be here. Miss Ellie, I thank you. I know you're not feeling too hot. How I are you? I second the whole dumpster fire comment, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Got some of my own family stuff going on. Um, I was telling Ryan and Ghost earlier on Cunt, uh, I called in for like a 10 minute segment and like I said, I'm going to do my best to stay on. But if I become delirious, we're just going to edit this part out. And uh, <laughs> last night, my temperature got up to 104. Apparently, my husband was trying to put wet rags on my forehead and I was throwing them at him. So see, that know. sounds exactly like what we were talking about on my New Year's special when I got drunk and ran down the hall and busted my head off the <laughs> nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, it's secrets between sisters, okay? You might get delirious and say some shit everybody needs to hear. We'll oh, just have to wait and see. Me on anesthesia, coming out of anesthesia, I say shit that... <laughs> see, uh, I've never gotten... The people up, record. I've never <laughs> Thankfully, no. Like that. Thank God. <laughs> Thankfully, no. But uh, apparently when I was little, I came out of anesthesia at one point uh, talking about presidents. And then most recently... When I had my arm, my right arm done, I just met my now husband. And apparently I came out and I was saying very dirty things to him and all the <laughs> nurses could hear. And I had known him for only a little, a very short period of time at that point. And he's like, I'd be quiet. And I was like, and I just get louder. So yeah. No shame. <laughs> no shame. No, no shame. No shame. <laughs> That those are some of the funniest videos, though. You see people and oh, the yeah. shit that they say mm -hmm. when they're under it, and I, you know, you wonder about that because it's, it's like when people get drunk. You know, there's some people that are the happiest, happy-go-lucky drunks, and then there are some that are just the most miserable assholes. They're yeah. the the world destroyers, you know, and. Mm -hmm. It's part of the reason why I don't drink anymore is because I didn't know which one I was going to get. So <laughs> it was like, right. oh, it could be a great night or I could burn the place down. So let's uh, <laughs> let's not play roulette tonight. 
Right. Yeah. Or you get like super emotional and just tell everybody how much you love them. I'm one of those drunks. It's like, I just love you guys so much. <laughs> That's funny. That's a benefit of smoking. I don't get I don't get all emotional and there's no roller coaster with it. So I'll just stay on the steady course Agreed. for now. And go yeah, with your it. gut goes on a roller coaster the next day, too. Holy shit. That's why I stopped drinking. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. You the older you get, man, those hangovers they last longer. Yeah, right? yeah, six, six ounces of Pepto the next day. That's yep. why I can't do it. But um, it's really good to see you all again, especially Ryan. Long time no see, bestie. How you doing? Yeah, same old stuff. I'm uh, I'm excited to have another one of these. And this is actually the first one, I think, where it's a ladies exclusive, other than Matt and myself. We're going to have to identify as females tonight, Matt. It's going to be a fun conversation. And, you know, uh, there was that one, I think, uh, what was it? Half-Baked that tried to bring up the different types of stoners right i yes. feel like there's only one type of stoner there's really only one it's just like a chill like you're eating you're relaxing well you get is the paranoid guy types? though right what is that a guy that's paranoid that's like you know you have to right. sit there and like console them and come everything's gonna be fine yeah, you know? yeah that's like, true i get paranoid it's, for sure. that's like amateur hour dude yeah, I, i'm i'm a full-blown amateur at this point like for some reason i've tried to get back into it I can't do it, dude. I, I start freaking out. I'm like, man, did I, am I going to get like, uh, you know, the government's going to start following me. There's something like always that I'm just thinking about. And then when you're drinking, it's just like, who gives a fuck? They come after you. Who cares? You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, there definitely is different types of drunks out there. And I feel like there's only like, now that you say that two types of stoners. I'm the kind that has panic attacks and like somebody's got to call 911 on them because I'm like hyperventilating. Right. Who is that you know, guy? I'm that guy. <laughs> I am. But yeah, I did have one kind of positive experience where I got super high. We went to the zoo and then like halfway through the giraffes and shit, I was like, they're looking at me. They know I'm high. Yeah. And then they had to fucking <laughs> wheel my carcass out of there because I was like, oh, I just want to say I got high with my daughter and holy moly, I literally could not move my limbs at all. I was like, I was like paralyzed and I'm like, you don't understand. I have to shit and I can't (laughs) feel my legs. Oh boy. Oh my God, bad times. Yeah, it was. And it, I should have like known better because, you know, that's not my thing. I don't do that. And it was a special occasion. And she's like, I don't think you inhaled enough the first time. You should try a second hit. That was a very bad idea. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, it very hits you quick, and, quick, fast. Oh, and yeah. That's what it does to yep. me, for Janet. It was bad. Um, I wanted to tell you guys something that I was going to talk about on my own show, but I thought I'd save it for here. Um, I I lost my job. They fucking fired me over some bullshit that doesn't matter. But uh, two weeks after that, there was an active shooter at my old job. And um, he fucking busted in there and blew his fucking manager's brains out and it was in the building that i worked in actually 
And ever since then, they've had to like install all of these like security measures and shit. So this doesn't happen anymore. But it was it is a Christian company and they have very strict morals and values and everything was hunky dory until this. So now it's the whole active shooter thing is just creeping into the most weird fucking unexpected places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, to be honest, that whole idea has been going on forever of, you know, that disgruntled employee coming back. And, you know, because I I've, I used to work for IBM and, you know, I, I did facilities management. So one of the things we had to ensure was that everything was safe. All the badge readers always worked, every door But in addition to that, we had to install stone pillars out in front of every entranceway because at one of our places, a guy tried to drive his car through the lobby to get into the building. He couldn't get in. And, you know, and and back in the 80s and 90s, they used to just call it going postal. Mm -hmm. Right. Where did that happen? (laughs) What what happened to those days when the when the postal workers were the ones who were shooting people up? It's like it went from that to school shootings like and now you don't hear about going postal anymore. I mean, you could say that to young kids and they'd have no clue what you're even talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say, Julia, that like they were questioning you about the oh, shooting because no. you had just, just gotten fired. And, then, and that's then why she got fired. No. Yeah. And no. I was like, damn. No, that's that's just other people that do podcast rounds. I, right. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> nuts. Though. There is a guy. There's a guy who does a lot of podcasts who's who at the uh, in 2017, I believe, was arrested for threatening to shoot up a school. Jeez. Hmm. I mean, do it. Do we? Do you know? Who, uh, can we say it or who is it? I mean, it seems <laughs> like somebody we know. I mean, I, I, it's in the paper. Go look up. It's Nick Hinton. Nick Hinton. Oh, huh? shit, I oh, know. The oh, yeah. guy. Yep. Yep. His. Yeah. It's. It's on. The, he's from Ohio, and there was a whole big thing about how he said he was going to go to the gun shop and buy guns and shoot up the school. Oh, oh, okay. Was he trying to? Was he trying to say that he was like a targeted individual or some shit because he's all the sim, in the in the sim world thing? Or not? I have no idea. He was already out of sc- the school at the time, so he wasn't even a high school student. It was after high school, so he was like shit. eighteen or nineteen and had already graduated. So interesting. That's a piece of info. I didn't interesting know. stuff. You know, you yeah. never know who you're going to come across in these communities. And <laughs> True. True words. To, yeah. You know, yeah. And who people follow, and that's one of the things that that you know, these cults that form in yeah. our community. Mm-hmm. It's it's dangerous because these people don't do their research into who they're following. Now, granted, mm-hmm. yeah. he may have a big YouTube following, or he may have a big podcast with a lot of sponsors, but do you know the person? Right, right. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't do their do their due diligence, and man, you're 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 going down a bad road. You know, you're yeah. following a false idol. And I just yeah. want to say, I'm I'm not a school shooter. Um, I'm not a psycho, and so you're free to listen to my podcast. I've not been in prison <laughs> or anything. So there you go. <laughs> no, I'm not either. I just fucking used to work at the place. I don't think that. I'm not guilt by association. My <laughs> sister still works there though. And she was telling me how that it's gotten so much more strict and like they're looking in people's bags and shit. And I was like, I'm glad they fucking fired me when they did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. blessing in disguise. Fuck yep. off. Amen. Yep. 
I got another job. I'm fine. But um, and just so people don't think I'm like an asshole, I was fired because I complained about my manager and they were pretty much like, mm, you're causing a. I don't know. Ruckus. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I was being disruptive to the workflow. So they they decided they were better off without me. And were you pointing um, out mistakes that were being made. And I was. Yeah, yeah, I mm -hmm. was kind of micromanaging my manager, which I guess is looked down upon <laughs> since I lost my job. <laughs> but uh, I have a new job and uh, I don't have to micromanage anyone and there's no active shooters. So that's a plus for me. Definitely. Solid. Ooh, what's going on in Boca? Yeah, what do we got here? All right, so it, Julia, you might want to follow this lady's example here. She's she's got something to say. Oh shit! <laughs> it's me. Say your name and address for the record. Hi, my name is Ashley Crape. You have five minutes. Okay, I just want to say good evening, everybody. Everybody's looking absolutely fabulous. A little bit serious, but. I am here as a concerned citizen and voter. You guys might not be aware, but Florida has the largest per capita population of sugar daddies in the US. Miami, Palm Beach, and Boca lies the most concentrated populace of these aged benefactors. <laughs> sugar daddies, both gay and straight, and yes, even sugar mommies, there's are responsible for, us, for college education, cars, homes, rents, jets, Birkins, and the occasional body enhancement. But not me, though. I'm all natural. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting oh, our local economy. Let us celebrate these giving generous Samaritans as I stand before you, requesting that you decree a sugar daddy and mommy appreciation day on March 10th to honor those who have given us so much. Thank you and love you all. Bye. Thank you. Amazing. Huh? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and now, mind you, hold on. Before we kill this, this guy, her sugar daddy, walks over and gets in this wheelchair he got out of the wheelchair to go walk over to the podium with her it's just oh my god it's such a fucking but they do spectacle. go to fucking outback steakhouse after that jesus yeah. <laughs> i mean that's kind of like what that what alex stein does right it's almost like a comical thing but i think that she's being serious right? I think I mean, she's being serious, serious too can i describe her for the listeners <laughs> okay so this very very large Rested, who I'm going to guess is a woman. I'm not trying to assign gender here, people. Like, I'm going to guess she's a biological woman. There's no way she didn't have plastic surgery. Um, looks like she has darker skin, but platinum blonde wig. Uh, yeah, that's it has to be a wig. wig. Yeah, that's a wig. She's wearing like very large ostrich even... feathers. Well, ostrich feathers, and then the sunglasses aren't even aviators. What are those? So the wraparounds. Okay. But like, and she's constantly, when she's making gestures, 
are on the side of her boobs like she's accentuating and the her sugar daddy is looking down at her boobs the entire time she's talking look at him now, now mind you l <laughs> how guarding big are his investment. those boobs how can is- you not have your hands or how can she move her arms without touching those things i mean exactly she oh. is essentially a dolly parton t-rex <laughs> with a fucking platinum fucking wig on. Can you just look at her face though? Does she does her face not look like Michael Jackson after he did the whole bleaching thing? Oh, she got I'm a sure. really weird nose. I will say that. It looks like uh those disguises like where it's you get, like, a, the like it's a put on this is aesthetic. Michael Jackson. <laughs> this is totally Michael Jackson cuz remember when his nose fell off and he mm-hmm. had that fake nose that he would put on? I think this is Michael Jackson. I mean, yeah, yeah, look at this guy's face, though. (laughs) Look at his face, just staring at her boobs. Yeah, going right there. Dude, it's interesting, huh? It's amazing, though. (laughs) National Sugar Daddy and Mommy Appreciation Day. I mean, I'm I'm not against it. They got so many of these national oh, holidays. Every right? everything, every day. I didn't realize this until like social media came out. But every day is some day. Yeah, like there's a mm-hmm. hot dog day. There's a donut day. There's you know you name it. Yeah. There's a day for it. Mm-hmm. Let's I see, love I'm looking that up it the shows up on my calendar all the time on my phone, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, <laughs> like what does right. this even mean? Like tomorrow's H O. L-I or something. I'm like, okay, whatever that means. Post a picture on Facebook day is really all it is. Mm-hmm. Today's National Dentist Day. Uh, that's All weird. right. So, you know, honor a dentist. It's several things. National Dress Day as well. National Frozen Food Day. National Oreo Cookie Day. Uh, National Den... Okay, so that's it. Th- those four or five. Whatever oh, that's it? I mean, it's only like... You know, and think about that. That's one day. So no, now you have. It's also you know, National White Chocolate Cheesecake Day, not regular cheesecake, white chocolate cheesecake. Where'd right. you see this? I'm on nationalday.com. I'm on daycalendar.com. Oh, shit. We got. <laughs> well, we, we're going to have to go to the fact checkers on this one. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> God, I could be what? down on some white chocolate cheesecake, though. I know that sounds pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. It's funny, what it's what kind of crust sweets? would you have? Crust? Yeah, like what? What part? What? So, like, would you have Graham? a graham cracker? Would you, or like a shortbread? Oh, or graham cracker. Ooh, chocolate. Shit, shortbread would be options. good. Oh, there's options. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? No, no. For, like, wait, wait. Real quick on the on the crust for cheesecake. You should try this sometime, ladies. Make it out of blueberry Cheerios. Ooh, it's the bomb. Have you ever done the Biscoff cookies or like the airplane cookies? Mm-hmm. So I make the crust out of that. Mm-hmm. You add in a little extra cinnamon and vanilla extract, and then I make a vanilla bean cheesecake. It's delightful. Ooh. That would be I good. I can't bake or cook. I, my shit tastes like <laughs> fucking dog treats when I make it. <laughs> I mean, but that I sounds pretty say- good. I can grill. But you start getting once you get past like a couple ingredients, I'm guaranteed to forget something. Well, Ryan blew my mind uh, when I did the food episode with him because we were having a great banter, he and I. And then he was like, is cheesecake a cake or a pie? And then it just like totally took me out of my comfort zone because they deceive you in the name. Right. Cheesecake. 
There's no way. Uh, nothing about that is a cake. It's a pie. Yeah. It's like and an ice down. cream cake. That's it's not a, a cake. Pie. Ice cream cake's a cake. What do you mean? Not, no, it's, no. it's ice cream. So oh, not the ice cream it's ice cream inside the cake. No, but some of them don't have cake. Some of them are just like frozen ice cream with frosting on top. So I think yeah. you need to clarify, is there cake or no cake? Yeah, is it cake or ice cream? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because if it's an ice cream cake, it's it's I've had it where it's a mix. It has the soft yep. and ice mm-hmm. cream. And then there's others where it's just ice cream with a layer of frosting on it. Yep. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's not cool. And you know what? What back to the the holiday thing, real quick too. Notice it's Dennis Day, and it's a bunch of different sweets. You got the Oreos, you got the cheesecake, right? That's, <laughs> that's kind convenient. of interesting. It's talking right to my diabetes. Planned. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. It's like these dentists. It's like the nine out of ten of dentists that agree on a toothpaste. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a cabal of some kind. <laughs> Let's see here. But yeah, man. No, it's uh. It's a, it's interesting how they come up with all these. It's full on idiocracy, is what it is, really. I mean, we just oh. we just need a day for everything. Oh, Rye, I wanted to share this with you because. Oh, let's see. We we well, it's it's our weekly discussion, right? The bear and the uh, raccoons. <laughs> but right. I actually I found the video of the bear. Okay. That that I was uh, I encountered. Come on. Oh, you you film this? Yeah. So I'm grilling. I'm smoking ribs, and that where that bear is. He's probably. Oh, come on. He's what are you probably, in a park? No, that's my backyard. That's my son's place playground right there. You don't have a wall around your backyard? No. Oh wow. No. That's different than it is here. That's cool. It was like a real. It was just our, our neighborhood was all open. Like the the yards were basically divided by woods. Like you had oh, woods cool. in between the houses. Like I had a neighbor on the side behind me. So I'm grilling out here on my on my back deck, <laughs> and this guy just comes walking up. Now that you, you see, like right next to him is my neighbor's driveway. She has like a causeway through my yard to go up to her house behind my house, or what used to be my house in Connecticut. And so this guy. Now, this is the bear I was telling you about. He's probably like 250-ish pounds. Oh, man. I think he's bigger than that, but okay. And to watch that thing, okay? So he he kept going up the hill, and I can't – I haven't found the videos. I got to go back and try and find it. <laughs> but he just goes up a tree about 30 feet up in the air with like six just whoosh, whoosh, right. whoosh. He's up there, and he's just up on the tree – on it on a branch and mind you the branch is like leaning and i'm waiting for it to just break and him snap he's picking berries off the leaves and eating them and oh shit it's well, just, at least he was eating berries and not your ribs well yeah. that was the thing it was like i and and this is old me so i'm like i'm gonna fight this motherfucker he's not gonna get my ribs i've been yeah. out here for, <laughs> for two hours now there's no way i'm giving up these ribs and i'm thinking of like so i had like knives and everything laid out and then i had rocks so i could throw at him first then if he got too close i had a, uh, a shovel and i was like dude it, none of it would have made any difference I'm sure. i feel like i would have like immediately evacuated my bowels if I <laughs> but at, at like first that. it's just so cool shook. like you look at it and you're like is that Wait a second. That's a big cat. That's not a dog. That's a holy shit. That's a black bear. It's a the fucking black fuck bear. Fuck is a black bear. And he's just walking. He didn't even knew I. Well, he didn't even acknowledge I was there. 
He just he walks just right. I would totally eat him. Black bear is amazing to eat. Yeah, oh, if you got a gun, you're not great. in any trouble at all. No, you know what I mean, just cap that thing. Say it was self defense. Exactly. Julie, are you saying that you would have shooked? Have you heard of a shook before? Where you shit and puke? <laughs> a shook. It's a full oh evacuation. God. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Hey, Ellie, yeah. you should enlighten everyone uh, where the vanilla extract comes from. Oh, okay. What? So real, real vanilla Race extract. Yourselves. Real vanilla extract comes from vanilla beans and an alcohol. Okay, right. okay. But where does the artificial come from? Artificial vanilla flavoring uh, comes from the anal glands of beavers. Yummy. Yep. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with it, you know? Like, and I sometimes wonder all the vanilla lotion that women like to slather all over themselves. Oh, yeah. Is mm -hmm. that full of beaver butt, too? It's beaver exactly. juice. Exactly. Yeah, that's all beaver juice. <laughs> oh. And and you know I I as soon as you said that it, the the whole gland word now I am scarred for life. I had a bulldog about fifteen years ago, <laughs> and I had to milk her anal gland yeah, yeah. on the oh, regular. My milk. cat. Yep. Oh, milk dress. <laughs> to, to this day, that smell. If I smell anything close to it, I just start dry heaving. It's like instant in the back of my throat. It's like. <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, I, I, the back I can't do it i can't do I, it i've had to milk human anal glands yeah one or, or two fingers Janet. Um, how do you do it it's disturbing uh everything about that area is disturbing and um yeah so they they fill up with with shit and you have to um, excise the shit out of those. But how do you do it? Because with a dog, you put your hands at like the uh, like the four o'clock and the eight o'clock, and then you push up, right? How do you do it for a for a person? You have to lance it open and then squeeze it out. Oh, you cut their butt. What yeah, does that smell like? That you don't want to know. You don't oh. want to know. Fucking fish. Because oh. <laughs> if the shit's been in there a while. Yeah. It's been it, it festers. Yeah. It That's festers. So it's bad. So mm -hmm. how do you know if you need that done though? Because that seems like something that like I've never even heard this before. They, they, you, they you start scooting your ass on the carpet. <laughs> You're running around you the living room. Your ass. Butt cheeks, if you see grinding. anyone dragging their ass on the carpet, stay away from them. No. It's a red flag. <laughs> it they fill up and so they, they get very large and very sore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, like so hemorrhoids. Those are hemorrhoids. gross too. Like getting thrombose hemorrhoids out, which means it gets a clot in it around your butthole. That's oh. a fun experience to do too. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought we'd be talking about assholes with a bunch of ladies? <laughs> oh. The ladies are worse. <laughs> I've heard this before that, that you I guys are gross, but I've never I've really experienced. I've always tried to tell people that. Yeah, the ladies are gross. They are. Yeah, I've seen the the bathroom situation is interesting. It's way worse. Oh, holy! You can smell it a mile away. No, no, not like the public restrooms. I'm talking like um, like a like a girl's bathroom in a house versus like a dude's bathroom in a house. Oh, yeah, mine's not gross. Mine's super duper clean. But if you're talking about clutter. Yeah, 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 you have like hair brushes and like hair everywhere and right. hair spray and like all that shit, but not like poop. 
Yeah. yeah not I, gross well, stuff a... like you would see in a public bathroom. Yeah. Where you've got tampons hanging on Damn. the wall and yeah. poops everywhere. Yeah. No. Can I just say that in public, a women's bathroom should always be twice as big as a men's because we always have to wait in line. And it pisses me off. Yes. Like there's oh, been great. plenty of times that I say, fuck it. And I go in the guy's bathroom. Agreed. I've never done that, but I've shared a stall with a friend, you know, it's like if you're in line together and a stall opens up, it's like, oh, I yep. mean, we don't pee on each other's laps or anything like that. It's just she goes <laughs> first and then I go. There's a trading off. <laughs> yep. And that's how you skip the long lines at the club, because, you know, after you break this seal, you got to piss every like five minutes. Five after. minutes. Yep. yep. And that's everybody's in line at the fucking toilet. There is nothing more gangster than that girl that decides to go in the men's room and use the urinal. Oh, oh. I haven't done that. I haven't done that. I've never heard of that ever before. You've but... never seen that, right? Dude, that was a regular thing in college. You'd go in the in like the bar bathroom and there's a chick just posted up on the urinal. Like, like what are you doing? Throwing what? a leg up? Like squatting? Like standing, yeah, facing facing outward yeah and just kind of leaning back and letting it fly oh so you get God. a little twat action when you walk in the door no 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 opposite you're not you're getting her face unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> you know dude so you know how at baseball games the guys bathroom or football any kind of sporting event the 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 bathrooms are packed right like you're because usually everyone's trying to go during a break or something I dared one of my friends and he never did it, but I wanted him so bad because he he lost some bet or something. I forget what it was exactly. But you know how like little kids pee when their dads don't really teach them how to pee? They pull their pants all the way down and they just pick their shirt up like that. I was trying to get this dude to do this so bad in a packed bathroom like that, but he wouldn't fucking do it. I want someone so badly. We've done it, Rye. We, You've done my that? Buddy, my buddies and I used to do it. We, we'd have one buddy who, who'd act like he was a little slow right. and he'd, he'd make cause a scene in the bathroom and then just go and go to the urinal and just throw his pants to his ankles and go and we'd all oh like try, and try not to laugh to blow it but we'd be watching the other people's reaction to it and it is priceless <laughs> yeah dude no i've been wanting that i i just i can't i don't have any good friends that'll do it oh well funny, you know what man. that means you got to give it a run then i was gonna say do it I yourself was say that I might have to, but I want to see it. I don't want to do it. Like I want to, I want to get the experience of seeing it. But At I guess someone I can... else's expense. Yeah. You gotta have goals, I guess, in life. Let's oh see. Oh my god! But uh, that, and also, I think a good dare to have between two grown men is if you lose a bet, you have to change my shitty diaper. Like I have to, I take a shit in a diaper. And you have to change it. First and you know all, I'm going to be kicking the whole time. Shit in the diaper. Yeah. Huh? Like, I think because that's punishment. Oh. Because then they have to change it. And I'm going to be kicking like a kid, like a baby. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm kicking. I'm making it really hard. It's like we're wrestling, but you're you're changing my shitty diaper. You, you want it? You want a shit story? My birthday. My son is two years old and he's awfully quiet. We're all out having cake. <laughs> and my brother-in-law goes into the living room and my son's there watching TV. He goes, oh, no. I'm like, what? He's like, you got to go in there and see that. I can't even explain it. So go in there. And my son has managed to fill his diaper. But he reached in to the diaper and had a handful of it and was just playing with it like molding clay. 
<laughs> and it was everywhere. And we're like, are you kidding me? And he just looks at us like, yeah, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, new Play-Doh's dope. Fun with feces. <laughs> yep. Gotta I love it. Like this be the title of the show. <laughs> oh. Fun with feces. Ladies night. <laughs> Gross. Hey, you know, do you ever tell that story in front of your son to embarrass the shit out of him? Oh, he's not embarrassed about it. He thinks it's funny. He goes, Dad, Dad, tell him the story. Tell him the story about when I play with my poop. <laughs> you'll have to tell him that when he brings his first girlfriend home that's what i said i said wait till you're a teenager and you're trying you're trying to get some tail i said you're not going to want me to tell that story then oh my god so that's it's not funny. a poop story but i used to babysit this little boy and when his parents moved into a new house they were he had come across like an old car calendar and there was a topless woman sitting on it so he was taking his fingers and rubbing them across the boobs and going "Ooh, pretty and he was like maybe three at the time. And so then maybe a few years later, I- I'm shorter. Every time he'd give me a hug, he would motorboat me. And oh this kid God. would be like six or seven. And he did it all the way up until maybe he was about 12. And so even though he was getting taller, he'd reach his head down just so he could motorboat my boobs. And I don't even have like <laughs> boobs to motorboat. I'm little up there. He's like, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> Basically. Oh my That's god, Ellie. And his parents just... were still family friends and they don't let him live it down. Every time he sees me, he turns bright red. Oh man. <laughs> That's pretty funny though. You know, you get you, these kids, they they're trying to just like they're learning, they're trying to figure out what's what. So whatever. It's kind of weird. Listen, he's not trans, he likes boobs. That's right. right. Say, That's least, a bonus. Appreciate a man who knows what he likes. Right boobs you know speaking of that trans thing there i saw i always scroll through the site throughout the day this above top secret it's a pretty fun little uh forum uh, site and there's like really the the drag shows that they're doing for these kids are getting super super graphic mm-hmm. like yeah. fucked up it's wild and there's like moms holding babies on their laps watching dudes like you know f- flail around on like from the ceiling like those acrobatic things in the circus and shit it's wild it's really really strange i don't understand what uh what appeal that has to a parent just to bring your kid to that well i just saw one and i forget the title but it was basically you saw a show no 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 like on on tick or on instagram i saw like a video (laughs) no i did not go to one heavens no i saw a video (laughs) That's why you're sick, Ellie. Jesus. Jesus, no. No. Heavens, no. Um, oh, goodness. He was trying to eat some ass. No. No, because the video that I saw, there was, they blurred out her face, but she couldn't have been more than seven. And it was this little girl, and the title of the video was basically teaching little kids how to act like whores. And they were, and she was going around every time this little child, she was a baby, would like try and shake her non-existent boobs or her butt. People would give, were giving her money like she was a stripper. Mm. That's disturbing. And then like when she would stop, they would stop giving the feedback and then she would start and they would do it again. Like it was very clear what was happening. And I was like, this is so messed up. Well, I guess that would go along with the the national sugar daddy sugar mama day, right? It's the grooming shit. 
Yeah. Hey, what, what, Janet, was it Tennessee that just passed the law that you can't do it and you cannot have those in public yes. anymore? You cannot have them within a thousand foot of anywhere children are. So a school, a library, anything like that. Thank you, Governor Lee, for doing something useful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even if it's just to try and gain some, uh, you know, support from the public, that's that's a good that's good Mm -hmm. pandering for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, good for him for doing that. Well, if it's, it's in the a, right direction, right? It's it's back right. to ha- showing some morality. Right. Now, listen, hey, throwing people in jail over this, it's just stupid. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to solve anything. But putting stuff into place where you ban it and not let it take place, that's that's an effective means. Well, but why do we need that in the first place? Like, I never thought because even we are five immoral. years ago, I never even thought five years ago there need to be a law in place that said, no drag shows in front of children and no showing your private parts in front of children. Like I never mm-hmm. thought that that would have to be a law or that, that it would be commonplace that we need a law that tells people that it's bad. Yep. Right. That's see, that's what I'm saying. Like as, as sick as it is, I get these sickos mindsets that think that it's attractive to watch a young girl dance, right? They're sick. They're just fucked up in the head. What mm-hmm. it, What's another level of like strange to me is when people take their kids in to do the dancing. That's what's strange. A hundred percent. When you're, when your child's out there dancing like that. Is that not mental illness and or abuse? I, well, yeah, definitely abuse yeah. for sure. I mean, because and, right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm speaking as a parent, like there's, no way I would let expose my kid to that shit. I don't care if he's 12 or 13, like, you know, like teenage years, like, uh, you know, where he's hitting puberty and going like, it just, it's not something that kids need to be around. It's like the same reason why you can't bring your kid to a titty bar, Like, right, what's right. the difference, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like go-go bars, they can't go topless, but you can't bring your kids in. Why mm-hmm. can you bring them to a guy that's dressed up like a girl that's doing the same moves Right. That's okay. So do you think child beauty pageants are okay then? No. No, mm-hmm. I don't. They're weird. No, I've, I think it's I've exploitation. I've talked about that on my show, that yeah. they're fucking cesspool. Mm-hmm. Either I way, L, either either the, the boy ones or I feel like the male, the boy model, like child modeling and stuff like that, like that's, mm-hmm. that gets into that whole Disney world where I, I don't feel like you can get into that and get out in one piece. Right. You no, know, unless no. you have very, very strong parents and, and someone that's with you 20, you know, all the time, because as yeah. soon as you get away from your parents is when all the dark shit starts happening. It seems yep. mm-hmm. even in that case, it seems like the parents are trying to cash in on the kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Too. Family right. You have a really funny episode just... where they're calling, they're calling the kid. That's the kid. I forget which kid it is, but they're, I think it's, we'll say it's Meg. And he's like, you know, Chris and Stewie, we treat you just as good as we treat meal ticket. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just they're they're totally abusing the kid and they're cashing in on that kid. And yeah, it's strange. But like I said, it's just another level of sick when you're bringing your kid to watch it or yeah. you're having your kid do it right. As gross as it is and as fucked up as it is, I understand these sick fucks that like watching kids do it right. I don't understand it. I don't think it's good. What, what I, I guess it's hard to like kind of quantify what i'm saying but it's just like it makes sense that a sick fuck would want to watch a child dance i don't get bringing your own kid to it though i really don't right it's just it's another level of fucked up and here's a question too and think about it in this way it's so commonplace right to have these anywhere there are 
children, whether it's a, you know, a, a, doing it at a school or at church now or something. Um, it's because it's exploitation of children. How would it be if the roles were reversed and you're like bringing your spouse to work or something naked with a, you know, a leash and a chain around their dick and mm-hmm. parading them around in a professional office space? They would shut that shit down so fast. It's just mm-hmm. because it's kids. Yeah. Well, in mm. involving kids, but side tangent for a second, the ones that get me are the moms that go to abortion rallies with their kids. To right. me, it's almost like, look, this is the one I decided to keep, but I killed right. these five others. Right. Like, mm-hmm. How, how, how? <clears throat> well, I think, you know, as far as like the drag shows go, like these moms are trying to martyr themselves. They, they want so badly to say, look how accepting I am. Right. Like, would bring my own child and throw them into the fire because I want so badly for people to go, look, she accepts us. Look mm-hmm. at her. She's so virtuous that she loves the drag queens and the trannies and the blah, and that she's got mm-hmm. her kids in it. And she, it's like a, like waving a flag going, look at me, everyone. I'm so holier than thou. And yeah, mm-hmm. you're so that judgmental and I'm right. not. And there has to be a line where it's like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing, but I'm not going to put myself in the middle of it or my kids in the middle of it. Like do what you're going to do on your own time. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like condemn anyone, but I don't have to be a part of it. These are people who want to martyr themselves in front Mm -hmm. of everyone. Like I'm more accepting than everyone here because I have my kid on stage doing. They had a BLM logo in 2020. They had a, mm-hmm. uh, a Ukraine flag. Now, you know, right. they had their their they were making sure they published their vax card on their mm-hmm. social media sites. These mm-hmm. are the same people, you know, and I think a lot of it is it goes back to our indoctrination system, our education system, which has mm-hmm. taught you that you have to fit in. Right. And you, you the whole point is to be accepted by your peers and right. to be conforming and that's but the fucked up part that. though matt is they want that they want more than anything in the world to belong to something yes because, because they feel they've been so trained, fucking right? empty without it yeah yep. right mm-hmm. yeah, exactly i'm with you and and there's a lot of people that will do it at the behest of their their family you know mm-hmm. just to get that recognition they will sacrifice their children literally and figuratively Mm-hmm. Well, well seen, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ellie. And I'll say I, I've seen videos of, you know, a mom had her biological son, and he was I don't know maybe ten, and she was like coaching him, and it was like a media interview, and the reporter asked a question like, "How do you like doing this or something, or how do you like being trans or something like that." And his response was, I don't. My mom makes me do it. <laughs> and the mom gets all flustered. No, that's not what I said. But you can like see her mouthing to him like she was coaching him. Mm-hmm. But because the reporter asked a question off script, all of a sudden the truth came out and the interview gets closed down. 
Because mm-hmm. what are they doing to their children now? They're just brainwashing them, right? They're they're yeah. like Julia was saying before. They're virtue signaling and and willing their children into this to so that they can be accepted. It has nothing to do with the child and what the child wants. It's all about them. It's they're so- using their their <sighs> child as like a a token of their devotion towards the cause or whatever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the same time, these are the same people who end up in legitimate cults like Heaven's Gate and Jonestown. These are the fucking people who will drink cyanide-laced Kool-Aid. I mean, it's- it's Or take experimental injections. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what that whole cult was in 2020, right? And that's what these people were. These were the leaders. These were the people out front screaming the loudest. These are the same- Four fucking people that stand out on the street corner in my town that's all white and say end racism, end police brutality. We have one cop in our town. He's never hit anybody. Uh, there's no police brutality around us. Like, get the, like it's just, it's mm-hmm. all that signaling because they've been told this is what you need to do. Right. This yeah, and if you present them with facts, you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Well, they're raising everybody to be, you know, an activist nowadays. Look at all the schools that, you know, give extra credit or let you have days off of school to go attend a rally or whatever. So they're they're telling all these kids from a very young age that you are not allowed to have a unique identity, right? You have to be conformist. And so... It's basically like the whole 1984, you know, and where everybody's the same, everybody's identical. And and basically, it's just ushering in the whole transhumanist agenda where everyone has the exact same identity. No one's different. Well, my stepdaughter, she's in fourth grade. And she's come home because obviously February is Black History Awareness Month or whatever. Uh telling you she's ashamed to be white not or whatever mm-hmm. l is black history month and it's the shortest month of the year by the way I know. right like if you want to get pissed about something you get pissed about that yeah um but no she came home saying she was ashamed to be white that she didn't understand why like not everyone was equal like there, there's no slaves nowadays and so i'm trying to explain this to her and she goes that's stupid and i was like well yeah and then a couple weeks later she comes home and she's like would you love me if I was gay? I was like, you haven't even hit puberty yet. You don't right? know what gay is and anything like that. She's like, what if I use different pronouns? And I'm like, so I literally, I showed her pictures of a skeleton and I was like, this is female. This is a male. If you die, what are you going to be identified as? A female. Okay, cool. Science class done. But like, this isn't complicated. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's how they identified mummies straight up. Like, right. When they get them out of the tomb, they'll be Mm -hmm. like, they do. The skull's a little bit too, right? There's a bunch of different, uh, yeah, clavicles. Yeah. Your your length of your femurs, like a lot of different things. Right. Well, what's amazing, L, is how come there's only two genders in animals? If you Mm -hmm. castrate a dog, he's still a dude. Still a male, mm-hmm. right? You spay your female. She's still a female. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty simple, but yeah, yeah. It's I have a tough time with make believe. 
You know, yeah, this, this exactly. whole idea that like, I'm supposed to play along with you. Like they do it at my job now. Like they want us to put our pronouns in our, uh-huh. you know, our, our signature and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't play these stupid games. Like right. we're so bored and, and so brainwashed that, and, and like, you know, you guys have been saying everybody's looking for to be that warrior, that, that social warrior and stand up for a cause because they're actually doing nothing in their life, literally nothing to forward the cause at all. So that's the only thing that they have. Yeah. And they're super fucking, like you said, bored because going to these drag shows or whatever it is that they're doing occupies a Wednesday evening for them or a Tuesday, Saturday, whatever, whenever they're going, that occupies time for them and they get to feel good about themselves and they come home and they're like, wow, I'm such a great person. I let my kid fucking twerk on this guy and it's so wonderful. And I don't think there's even a second in their mind where they think this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. It's all kind of like, look at me, look at me, mm-hmm. look how great I am. Look what selfish I'm, you right. It, it's just, well, it's almost an, a new form of Munchausen by proxy. You guys know what that is, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like Amen. that's, that's all this is, is Munchausen by proxy. You mm-hmm. have a mental illness and you're telling your kid that they're fucked up. So you get attention. That's exactly what's happening. Right Amen. Now. Absolutely. Yeah, you fucking nailed it on that one, Ellie. That's exactly what the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you wonder what those people that that like Julia that you're talking about that just need a a, the day to go out and do some weird shit like that. What do they do when there's nothing to do? Like, uh, you know, what's going through their keyboard warriors? (laughs) They get on. They get on Instagram and tell me I'm transphobic, Ryan. Well, you know, but there's got to be a part of the day where there's nothing to do, right? They watch reality TV. whether yeah, they watch like, the Kardashians. <laughs> well, no, whether, no, no, I mean, but, no. Like they, the minute, they watch the, drag shows. But right, well, maybe like the minute On before TV. you go to sleep. Like, there's a time in everyone's day where there's no, there's nothing going on. Right? You mm-hmm. wonder what the thoughts are that go through these people's heads. Like that. That's that would be fascinating to know. Like what these people think. There's no outside influence on their thoughts. Consumed. It's probably hate. Or they don't have souls, so they don't have any ideas. Like, right. Or they think about, like, how much <laughs> they hate themselves, you know? And that's mm-hmm. not something, and I don't like to bash or, or say, because I'm not the type of person who gloats or anything, but at some point in everyone's life, you kind of go through, like, a weird phase where you're like, I don't really know if I like myself, or I don't really know if, I, if I'm happy with where I'm at in my life or whatever. Yeah physically spiritually emotionally whatever and so i had really good friends and family that i could talk to about it like hey did you guys ever feel like you were just a fucking piece of shit asshole and they'd be like yeah sometimes you just feel like you're a piece of shit asshole and you get a little bit older and you start understanding more about yourself or more whatever but it's like these people are real stagnant in that emotion where it's like they hate themselves Mm-hmm. And they just want to do anything for acceptance and like being a part of a group where other people feel like they don't like them. It's like all oh, the the transphobic people hate these wonderful blah, blah, blah. And I want to be like them. Everybody hates me, too. But the, you don't have to join a cult because you're going through a hard time 
emotionally in your life. You can find your own identity. That's you know where the what whole this mind thing comes in. It's the it's the victimhood mentality that they have instilled in everyone, you know, in in school and work is the the victim culture and the label culture. And so you have to in society nowadays be labeled as something. So um you have a mental illness, you are depressed, you are, you know, uh trans, you are LBGTQP, whatever, plus, plus, whatever the hell it is. You, you always have to have a label and having that label puts you in a group and you were victimized. You were bullied. You are, you know, you're always going to be whatever label they put you and under. What is and that, they Janet? need that. But what is that? That's a group of people patting themselves on the fucking mm-hmm. back. For not growing up mental illness. Yes. It's like oh, not growing up and taking responsibility. Right. Let's get let's get together on Thursdays and have anxiety attacks together and tell mm-hmm. tell each other how our lives are gonna end. And mm-hmm. if you're not a part of one of those groups, which is another problem why sometimes I say, like, yes, we have clicks in the conspiracy theory community or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm not so easily to just say I back just anyone who has a conspiracy theory podcast i I need to listen to a couple episodes and see what the fuck you're talking about before i'll just go hey want to come on my show and spout off at the mouth that's not my thing we still have to have some kind of individuality with our podcasts and inside even our little community amen you know And personalities have to mesh. You know what I mean? Personalities don't always have to mesh. Well, they don't, which is great because I've learned a lot from people who I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say they, they're really similar to me, whatever, but I'll listen to their show and and they'll have brought something to my attention. I never would have looked into, or they Mm -hmm. have a different opinion on it. And then I'm like, well, fuck, you know, maybe I was wrong about that or something. What I'm saying saying is you're not going to have somebody on your show that is just a total jackass. Right. You know what I'm saying? You've got to have that. I don't think that means personalities have to match. I think it just means you need to be a decent human being. Right. Yeah. Like if I can, I can disagree with you all say day. Mesh. I said mesh. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and there's yeah. a lot of people that I don't agree with and I think are fucking crazy, but I think they're good people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think I think they just believe different shit than I do. It doesn't mean they're wrong or I'm right or I'm better than they are. It's just, okay, that's what they believe. Now, there's right. some of those people that are batshit crazy and they right. believe <laughs> Those are the ones you got to stay away from. Get the hell out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But so we're not just under kind of like an umbrella. We're all pretty unique in that way because Mm -hmm. I can get on a podcast and pontificate forever long and just be super dogmatic. And so a lot of people will be like, "I, I can't even listen to her show because whatever. That's the point is I'm saying something completely different than the other 16 other conspiracy theory podcasts. It's not like a yes. group think thing. It's, right. 
I've interpreted information and now I'm going to present it to you in Julia's style, but it's not going to fit the same. And that's why I, you know, even with us and the clicks or whatever, we just happen to be friends. You know, I'm friends with Janet and Ellie, you know, we're besties in real life. But um, if they told me that they didn't like something that I said in one of my episodes, I feel like they'd have enough respect for me to be like, well, can I ask you how you came to that? Or like, maybe mm-hmm. yes. I could, you know, and dig a little bit deeper into where I'm coming from. But I don't I don't feel like we're just diving on the sword to be like, I defend this person no matter what crazy shit they say. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to end up falling on that sword for them eventually. Right. Or with exactly. Them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you're going to make unknowing enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we you all don't got even them. have to try in this community <laughs> to make enemies. They're I got plenty of them. Hmm. It's like, yeah. and that's the funny thing because, you know, I, I, listen, I'm not looking for anybody to start any shit or anything, but I'll call a spade a spade. And some people Same. don't like that. Yeah. And it is what it is, but I'm not going to, you know, change who I am just to fit in. Like that's But you know what? That's thing. called tough love. Yeah. Because if you can't call somebody out on their bullshit, then you shouldn't be speaking at all about anything, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. why like us girls basically have enough respect for each other that, you know, if I thought one of them was batshit nuts on something, I'd be like, you know what? I think you're a little gray. Yeah. But we respect each other enough, but, and, and don't take this the wrong way, gentlemen, but it's, always been a male in the podcast community when you call them out on their bullshit they get fucking irate and i mean irate fucking like blow their top off yeah (laughs) you saw that firsthand yeah yeah i was i was just being quiet over here man yeah it's 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 interesting. And I, when you said us girls, I was like, yeah, you know, uh, all five of us, you know what I mean? Like, we're just hanging out, we're just chilling. Um, I know, forgot. It, right. Um, now I was going to say something. It, it completely slipped my mind after that. But yeah, no, there, there is, it is interesting that, you know, the, the ladies out there get the reputation of being like the petty ones and all that shit. And I mean, you know, girls have their issues for sure. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these uh, dudes have their egos, I think, you know, oh, yeah. m- yes. more so than girls do. And I will admit that I've got one. And I think it's really annoying. The people that tell you they don't have an ego got the biggest egos, too. So, you know, that's uh, it's interesting. It's just interesting to to see how different people act and everything. And then when people are mm-hmm. tapped, when you have dudes that are tapped into their feminine energy, Boy, you got a real psycho fuck right there. I'll tell you. That's yeah. what I was going to say, right? It's the betas you got to yeah. watch yes. out for. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think I th- I'm going to make a rough generalization here because this doesn't apply to everyone. But the females who tend to go into podcasting do it for different reasons than the guys do. Mm-hmm. I uh, fucking agree with that. So Ellie, you so when we you. get so when we that. get called out. To Ryan's point, it's not our ego because we started this for totally different reasons than the guys. Not Mm -hmm. that we might not have the same goals, but our initial reason of why we started isn't the same. Mm -hmm. Whereas, Mm -hmm. especially for the beta males, a lot of them are just money, 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 money. And if they're not getting the money. Look at me, look at me. 
look right. at me. Yes. If I can get X and many followers, maybe my dick will grow or whatever. It is That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. But so, a virtual Ellie, what, hand job. What, right. Why do, uh, why in your mind, why do females start shows? And then what, what is like the go-to reason that like dudes started? I know you kind of mentioned like the money and the, uh, you know, attention and things. Why do, why do girls start them? I think girls do it because they want, and Janet and Julia can disagree with me. Um, there's not as many female podcasters. And mm-hmm. so we're looking for a different voice, a different perspective. And right. so we're trying to be that maybe in the hopes that if we do it, someone else will do it. You mm-hmm. know, I, while I talk about conspiracies um, on other people's shows and sometimes on mine, that's not why I started mine. I started mine because I wanted to help people. I know Julie right. started because Same. she wanted to reach people. Same with Janet. <clears throat> so, yep. and not saying that the guys don't have that, but that's, if there's three reasons why they start, that's not their number one. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's it's the the thing you were saying about you can identify skeletons based off of skeletal markers. It's the same thing in an emotional sense as well, because any female podcaster has a lot of emotion in their podcast. Like they want to tap into the spiritual essence of someone, you know, they want to touch somebody's mm-hmm. heart or they want to like evoke some type of emotion. That's like the nature of females, you know, yeah. where the mothers it's and the nurturing thing. Yeah. And with guys, yeah. I feel like it's more sometimes of they want to get the information out, but they also want to be like the provider mentality, which is what men typically are in the relationship is the provider yeah. or the right. protector. Like yeah. they're kind of like the grizzly bears of the podcasting world and they fight amongst each other, whatever. And all the <laughs> girls are singing fucking Kumbaya and like lighting candles and shit. And like, he's going to make well, it. <laughs> it's not that the girls are better. Or the boys are better. No, it's just different. It's different exactly. reasons. Different. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you did see like uh, there was that whole, there was a situation with like uh, and I'm, I don't want to mention any names. There was a couple girls that were kind of going at it a while ago, like in my first like two year probably of doing this. But yeah, I mean, like my motives personally have changed throughout the years. You know, like once I've gotten to the point like where I'm at now, I am in it for money. Like I, I'm I'm honest about that. I'm trying to make money now with it, but that doesn't mean that I I want to put out some bullshit and just ask people for money. Right. Right. Like I feel very comfortable asking people to pay on the Patreon and stuff like that. You know, and I I give Mm -hmm. it's an option that's there. That's not the sole reason I'm into it. But I got into the show in the weirdest way. And it's funny thinking back that Brandon, the old co-host, my cousin, he was having like serious mental problems. Like he was he was stressed out. He was depressed. And him and I grew up together. And um, I was like, well, dude, like I've been thinking about wanting to start a podcast. Would you want to do that with me? And it's funny. He's got like, you know, mental issues. And then we get into it and we're talking about conspiracies and everyone's calling him a fucking idiot and everything. (laughs) But I mean, it fucking like it completely changed him. Like he's he seems totally fine now. He obviously quit the show. We didn't quit on bad terms or anything. He just has like other goals now. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got what seems like a happy life with his his um, basically wife now, you know, and um, la- last I heard, he's totally fine and he doesn't have these mental problems anymore. So, like, I got into it trying to, you know, spread information, see where it could go, help somebody that I that I love, that I care about. And then now it's changed. You know, once once you're putting in so much time and you're doing all this shit, then it's like, man, am I going to do this for three years just for attention? 
no, you know, I'm going to try and make something out of it. So, you know, anytime people have a problem with like, you know, someone making money off their show, I'm like, man, you're not putting out a good product then. You know what I mean? And it's not none of you guys, obviously, but like people that do that, I, I think it's fucking clown shit. Yeah. And I don't, I don't care who makes money. I mean, because for people that, that don't podcast, they don't know the amount of work that goes into it, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and the amount of money and time that you spend doing everything that you do. So people don't understand that, you know, uh, for a lot of people like me, uh, I don't make any money off of it. I pay money. To do what I like uh, yeah. to do, you know what I'm I saying. I can pay money too, but it, the, at the end of the day, the thing is, I like to stay in my own lane, like mm-hmm. with whatever right. it is I'm doing right. on my podcast, and I don't really compare it to Ryan Show or Matt Show or or you ladies. I I never I never try to do that because um, I have family members who have gotten on my podcast. They don't know anything about our little podcast circle. All they know are the episodes that are on my show. They don't listen to anybody else's show. They just listen to my show. So I try to present my show in a way that it was like, if I didn't know any other conspiracy theory podcast and there was only one and it was mine, what do I want them to know? And how do I want to conduct myself? And -hmm. that's what I put on my show. So, I mean, it's great to not compare each other's, you know, stuff that we have going on. But I think it's great that we know each other and have each other for like support because it can be lonely when you're talking about this kind of stuff (laughs) and um just knowing that there are other people looking into it too Mm -hmm. that will kind of have your back like no you're not crazy I've thought the same thing about that or you know Mm, right so that's how I look at it is like we have to have each other's backs but we also need to just stay in our own lane you know Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and it is it, it is cool too if you if like some shit hits the fan for somebody there's a lot of people that listen to all these different shows and god forbid like someone needs to ask for some help like serious help financial shit or whatever there's a massive support system like at oh, this point now definitely. right so yeah. it's cool like you know like i said god forbid somebody needs medical help or something mm-hmm. there's there's people to ask to help right i'm not saying that, right. that people need to feel pressure to give you know hundreds of dollars or anything but if right. everybody that we knew chips in a couple bucks to help somebody, that's that's pretty cool, too. So, like, there's good things yeah. about it, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like Monday Night Master Debaters, for example. Where would we be without the magical Mondays? I, it, I say it's the best Lost. show all the time. Matt's got a good thing going here, dude. I think it's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Honestly. My favorite show, and it's the easiest work I have to do. I just have to show up. Beautiful. <laughs> schedule and listen yeah and i get to talk to cool people that's why like you know i listened to you know I, I used to listen to rogan all the time and he was like that was his big thing it's like i just get to talk to cool people like mm-hmm. and hear different perspectives and 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 hear on different cool subjects and that's basically what this is and when you were all oh, we're talking about getting why you got into podcasts that's basically why i did is one I wanted to just have let somebody else know that this is what I've been through and this is yep. what I'm seeing. And if you need help and can see it too, maybe it helps you. Mm-hmm. And, and then it kind of got into, well, then I started getting into the history stuff. And that's where that's a whole nother arena because there's a whole bunch of cats in that little ring that all clawed each other. 
And it's like, <laughs> but do you have to, do you, do you have to be with them? Right. And I'm just, I'm just like, fuck it, dude. I don't care. Say what you want, do what you want. I'm going to do my show. And right. there's people that put recommendations in, Hey, can you do a show on this? Hey, can you do a show on that? I'm like, yeah, if I feel like it. And right. that's the way yeah but at the same time we're not like we're not the dancing monkeys either yeah right not like i got all this free time and you want me to look at something so i'm gonna spend all my time and do a show for you like no not it's and not they're dancing. they're usually super like basic things like can you do a show in the denver airport yeah and it's like you know it's like been done a thousand times yeah, go go google it you know or yeah. go look on your podcatcher and you'll see all the fuck and that's my problem too with like some of the people that do all the rounds right and people are like oh why don't you have so-and-so on your show and I, I i know i sound like a broken record but i'm like i'm not that great of an interviewer so i feel like p- other people get more out of that person so what can i bring to the conversation that's going right. to differentiate from anything else otherwise I'm just repeating the same shit everybody else didn't. That's boring to me. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> Elle and I have this conversation all the time about whether somebody is a good fit for our show. I have been set so many people and they're like, oh my God, this person would be like fantastic on your show. And then I will listen or I go to this person's page and I'm like, in in what aspect would they be good on my show? Because I know that's not, you know, like it'll be I'm good not, for them, Janet. I, I know right? exactly. Like, and here's the thing, and and anybody that does this, please don't get offended at what I'm gonna say. But I am not a psychedelic mushroom guru, okay? <laughs> and so if the person that you're sending me, that's literally all they want to talk about, there's not going to be any rapport there because I don't have that knowledge base. I don't have that desire. I don't do that. And so the connection's not there for me. You have to think, whoever is sending you that recommendation, how much are they really listening to your show? To mm-hmm. think that you'd want to have that guest on. That's I mean, I have to, I have had people on before that, you know, talk about their trips or whatever, but it's because they have other things to bring to the table too. But if you're just a one lane and that's, that's all you want to discuss, you're, you're probably in the wrong spot. <laughs> or, or, you know, you'll get people hitting you, like just slide into your DMs. Like I've always wanted to be on a podcast. You're like, have you now? And and I'm like, oh, you you like this show or you like conspiracies? What's go? Well, you know, I haven't listened to your show at all yet, but I can talk. And I'm like, fuck off, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you talking about, guy? I I had some on my podcast. I had someone message me the other day on my speed bumps Instagram and go, what's your podcast about? (laughs) And I was like. And I was like, mm. how, how do I respond? Beaver anal glands. You go. And I was like, if they have anything to contribute. Bumps. I was like, <laughs> you could look in the profile. You could listen to my first episode. I was like, have you listened to any episodes? He's like, well, no. I can't help you. Yeah, no. maybe they thought You're you so- were like a, a speed bump construction work, like you built speed bumps. <laughs> oh lord. Well, you do have a sign on your on your profile, so. Fair enough. But that's yeah, a bigger yeah. that's Next a time bigger somebody issue. does that to me, I'm gonna tell them that I cover like natural home births and do you know anything <laughs> about it? 
Yeah. I cover beaver, beaver anal glands on my show. That's literally all I talk That's about. That's all I talk about. The bag, beaver anal glands. Ooh, the bag <laughs> podcast. That's a nice one. Matt, you say you're a bad interviewer, dude. You're better than me. Remember when we had Sherry Edwards on and she liked you more than she liked me? She <laughs> thought that I was like totally using her for some reason. I was just like, yeah, you were, you were, you got a lot of shit from her in that one. That was funny. I, I mean, I was just sitting there. I was asking yeah. her questions just because I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you seem more interested or something. But I mean, I was asking her questions. I was engaged. And, and then she's like, Ryan's just here to use me for the information. Matt seems like he likes me. I was like, well, she felt sorry. yeah. she said I was hesitant. So I think she felt I was no threat. Oh, shit. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Ryan, so you're better than I am in interviewing Matt. Ryan, did you have a bald head at the time? Maybe no, she I actually was... had long hair. You had oh, hair. I was gonna yeah, say maybe she it. was intimidated. Yeah, no, could, have been, the, could have been the beard at the like time. The mullet thing and like the donut bandana was was. Yeah, that... I might have been wearing the bandana. Okay, maybe that's <laughs> what it was. I had a bandana phase, but now my dogs wear them. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, good times. Good times with the long hair. Hey, are you guys familiar? I want to change uh, subjects real quick because out here in Massachusetts, it's been fucking crazy the last week. And uh, one of the things they have this uh, a big St. Patty's Day festival out here at UMass every year. And this past weekend, it was called it's it's the Blarney or something like that. They had 28 ambulances showed up. 47 people were hospitalized because of this little TikTok thing here. It's called the Borg. Um, and dude, we'll just listen to it real quick. And okay, then... So I'm going to show you how I make my Borg. So first you need a, a gallon of water. You want to pour out about half of it. Now it's time to add your liquor. Today we're using Tito's vodka. It's in this little sweater, very on theme, staying warm. Then you're going to pour oh, it right I in your board. I put in probably like a third of this. And the final real step in making a Borg is to add your Mia or some crystallite. So I'm just going to squirt it for like five seconds. Oh, fuck. But I like to add some special juice. So I'm going to throw in a Celsius. This is the sparkling wild berry flavor. So we're going to pour in the Celsius. And then She's lastly, because it's only on 1 boyfriend. p.m., we're going to oh, add yeah. some liquid IV so we don't get hungover at midnight. I'm just going to throw this whole pack in here. I right? shake it all up. One it's pack and a gallon of in water. a gallon. It's really good. Everyone reviewed it and also said it tastes really good. So happy snow day. Hope God. you snored it. Let's go happy suck some cock. Yeah, man, that that girl looks like a like she looks fun. We'll put it that way. Oh Jeez. yeah, she did not. She was the life of the party. But yeah, where is it? It's right here. She was the life of the party. The Blarney blowout, and it's it's dude. They were they said kids were just dropping like flies because they were carrying around these gallons all day and just getting cocked. I mean, are they just Jeez. like? I feel like we did this in college, and there wasn't like a it wasn't a TikTok challenge, right? I mean, we, we used to make grain concoctions all the time. And should no I state the big elephant in the room? Which is the turkey basters. They oh, got... do you think they're butt chugging? No, they got to. Oh, oh. Good job. They, okay. Their body, their organs and <clears throat> shit are shutting down. <laughs> yeah. That Either that be. or they're, they're, 
trying to like outdo each other you know that's a big thing i don't know we used to do that too though man yeah we used to have jungle juice i mean i don't know maybe uh i don't know maybe they're just made different maybe these days. they're like like oh. compromised like they maybe they got like injected with something a couple of times well, that was completely experimental and now their bodies just can't process alcohol like that anymore here's the other interesting maybe. thing that came out of umass this week that they are trying to uh identify humans as 6g conductors Ooh! Oh, so you wear this uh coil on your wrist and you become a 6g conductor so they're not going to need cell towers for 6g it's going to be us it says the design is cheap less than 50 cents uh what's it say here the bracelets uh can reach up to microwatts, enough to support many sensors, such as on-body health monitoring sensors that require little power to work owing to their low sampling frequency and long sleep mode duration. So we're just going to add more frequencies to us and, you know. Saying, give me cancer, I'll take it all. Well, I'll yeah, well, why not? Talk, I mean, talk about, was it Lexapro that had, like, they could tell if you took it or something? So that would be uh, Cymbalta started doing that. Um and what was it back in, I think it was 2016. Um, and they've had this technology that they've been talking about with the World Health Organization for quite a while where um, they implant this uh, nanotechnology into your medications. And especially for people that are on antidepressants, antipsychotics, um, things like that, it will send a reading directly to not only the doctor, but the pharmaceutical uh, manufacturer as well, so that they can collect data on you to make sure that you are compliant with your medications. And since these are electronic chips, they're embedded in these medications. Um, wonder what else they can do with those mm chips i remember hearing little things about that you wonder too matt if the, that thing that you pulled up if that is the uh sixth sub race of the aryans you know the fifth uh the fifth race of the you know what i mean the the, the i think race the thing. sixth one won't have any like add-ons though i think it'll be a know. natural progression well it's supposed to start in the beginning of the 21st century and we're, we're there right now there's not a whole lot of room for uh you know natural evolution so I you think it was that 2800 no the 28th century will be the final the of version of the Aryans. oh okay and then after that like a million years into the future you get whatever's coming after that and then you know all those different sub races so i don't know man i think it could definitely because they're talking about like these uh what are they uh homo luminary or some shit like that like how there's homo what are we right now homo erectus or homo sapien homo right? sapien sapien i think so the next one would be like this homo luminous or some shit like that you know so it's just like you, you it implies there's light uh <laughs> some sort of well and that makes cyborg. perfect sense because in the technology that's in these um shots that everybody's been given i knew you were gonna say it janet Dan. the luciferase <laughs> the luciferase because yeah. um luciferase has been used for a while in any kind of um you know like scanning technology things like that because it glows 
And so if we're going to be homo luminary, it's because we have already taken all this Luciferis. There's those systems. fucking black lights going up that, on streetlights everywhere. That's what too. I was just going to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. That's all those terrifying. cities putting in blue lights now. Isn't that right. what's in those fishes too that have those little glowy things? Those yeah, the, definitely very, fireflies. Yeah, the fish that are in the ocean that you're talking about. Like those the Marianas Trench, like those yeah. weird yeah. with the fucking yeah. little thingies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Finding Nemo, those the mean one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've, they've been using Luciferis in gene editing for forever right because that's how they can tell if they inserted the right thing is a certain thing will glow on a fish or something like that Mm -hmm. um it's super common in the lab Mm -hmm. i've done it right Mm. yeah but it doesn't that it just is nefarious as fuck though well that's like janet along those lines it's like what ford just threatened to come out with that if you fall behind on your bills they're going to implant something in your truck so you can't use your radio right? and you can't drive it or start it. And mm-hmm. on top of that, they want to get it so it can drive itself and drive it back to itself back to the dealership on you. <laughs> yeah. And it'll only if you're in the process of repayment, it'll only work on work days. But on weekends, you can't get into your car. That way you can work towards repaying them. Well, my new job is only seven minutes from my house. So guess who's getting a motherfucking bicycle? (laughs) I got bicycling that motherfucker all the way up and down my street. What are you (laughs) going to turn my legs off, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) Going to stop me? It sucks because like they'll they'll get to they they want to do those with homes too. Like where homes sit on magnets, like really really strong magnets in these futuristic cities. And then hey, if you're being an asshole. They just pop you up in the air in your home mm-hmm. and then move it to a prison district or something. It's real. It seems real far in the future. And it seems like this FEMA camp talk bullshit. But there's some serious work that's being done to get us into those 15 minute cities. Yes. And then all these different, you know, iterations of like basically pod living. Well, even um, Trump's talking about it. He came out and said he wants to create eight new cities. And that's going to be the best cities. Yeah, where, I, I yeah they'd be the best, right? <laughs> it sounds like they would be 15, a predecessor of the 15 minute cities. Listen, mm-hmm. the only 15 minute city I want is like with y'all. And we have our own little compound. Right. We put it in a trust so the government can't come on it. Um, that's only 15 minute city I want. Yeah. Agreed. And I don't even want to be a city. I want to be a 15 minute country. I yeah. don't want any well, pavement and all the buildings. Fuck that. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I want all natural. I'm just warning everybody right now. I'm going to be dead fucking weight in the city. Like somebody's going to have to like fucking, you know, pretty much <laughs> cater to my needs as far as I can't cook <laughs> or hunt or. Can you, can you watch babies? No, but I can just entertain you guys with great stories and laughter. You can be the jester. That's yeah. My thing. Yeah. <laughs> You you can be the memory keeper. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'll put a little basket on my bicycle and drive it around to like other people's house and like deliver the baked goods and stuff. I'm sorry. Can you say how do you how do you say that word? Huh? How do you say the thing that you pedal? The bicycle. Bicycle is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, oh, a boy. bicycle. Bicycle. There's no K in there. There's no K, honey. (laughs) I heard you say it once and I was like, okay, that sounded weird. You still have a bike. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, yeah, uh, I heard that once, and I was like, I'm just gonna let it go. But then you said it again. I had to. I had to just double check. <laughs> I that's friend- why I said, guys, I'll be dead weight. That's why she's the jester. She just got the job. <laughs> right. Yeah. There you go. You're I hired. say all kinds of words wrong. No Approved. Worry I had a friend in college. I don't say like library or Valentine's Day or any of those. Well, right. I, had a, I had a friend in college. She was pre-med. And we were driving past a cow field one day. And she goes, look, baby cowlets. And we looked at her and we're like, Erin, what do you think a baby cow is called? And she goes, a baby cowlet. And we're Ooh. like, no, it's a calf. And she's like, no, it's not. And we're like, yeah, it is. Like, where did you go to preschool? Oh jeez, cowlets! Huh? What's a baby cat to her? A, a cat? Cat-lit? No, because she thought like piglet. She thought it was a cowlet. Okay, that was her logic. <laughs> Not as bad. I mean, our language is weird. You think like it'd be goose, and then you have geese, moose. What would moose meese? Right? You'd think it'd be mm-hmm. a meese. It's just moose and moose. You know, so it's, it gets confusing. Yeah. Oh, it's not mooses. No, <laughs> yeah, it's just moose or meese. The mice. <laughs> Yeah, goose, geese, moose, <laughs> meese, dude. No, yeah, it's uh, it's moose. So very confusing. Is, moose is. Do English sucks? It's the worst language, <laughs> the it, worst. Yeah, I'm glad that I know it now. But you know, if I had to learn it, God forbid. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> before we go, we have to do our little poll. We have to go around five. So you have to fight five raccoons, or one bear, <laughs> of your equal weight. Five raccoons of my equal weight? No, no. Five raccoons or one bear. <laughs> That'd be so weight. scary. Five fucking hundred. Imagine pound five hundred, uh, 200 pound raccoons. <laughs> like 500 uh, pounds of raccoon. Do so that's the question. Like who would, what would I take? What would you, what do you, th- yeah, you have no weapons. You have nothing. You just. I don't even have like some antifreeze on baloney. Like so and ch- chuck those <laughs> out. No. It's an elite um, weapon, though. In a freeze on baloney, damn Julia. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it through the garden. I'll take the five raccoons. You'd want to fight the okay. Hey, that's fine. A lot of people disagree with me. What about you, ladies? There. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the bear. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would totally wrestle a bear. And when I beat its ass, I could eat it afterwards. There you go. So, yes. oh, you're so That's gangster yeah, right there. I would Jay. not eat a raccoon, but I would Yeah, eat well, a bear. I don't blame you. You're going to get worms yeah. if you eat a damn raccoon. You got to eat all five. There because I'd be shit. How can you shit yourself and fight a bear at the same time? Listen, adrenaline kicks in. You don't <laughs> shit yourself until after. Right. Yeah. And then you shook afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What do you got, Al? <laughs> oh, man. Like no weapons? No weapons. Not even any freeze on Just these. <laughs> Just these. I don't know. I'm already down a finger. It's not fair. Um <laughs> I take the I take the raccoon, Sally. I feel like the raccoons only because I can't make two fists. Like I'm better with kicking, and I feel like I could kick better than because I could. Could you do one of these and like gouge? <laughs> I could, I could. Like the three could. stooges poke. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> See, my thing is you take your thumb, you shove it up the bear's ass. It's terrified of you from that point on. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. They get scared of those things. How would you know that? That's kind of the thing with any animal. Like, uh, it's kind of a joke. Up their butt? 
Yeah, like if a dog's attacking you and you cannot get it off, if you can get a finger in its ass, it'll let you go. <laughs> Either <laughs> Keep that, that or it gets a hard on and then it tries to hunt me. So Yeah, and then its then motives are completely different. Yeah. Not only you got bit, you're pregnant now. Exactly. <laughs> right. Dude, so Matt, you know how I was trying to think of an idea for a t-shirt? I'll, I, I wanted to keep it a secret, but I feel like I'll just share it. So I'm working on it. It's an old school boxing poster with a raccoon, a five raccoons, and then a bear on the other side. Nice. And it's like <laughs> gonna be like a rumble in the jungle type thing. Yeah. But it's like a it's like that, and it says like Monday Night Master Debaters, and it's got That's the five awesome. raccoons versus the bear. I'm gonna I'm trying to get a good flyer together. Um, I'm learning this new program, so it's kind of uh kind of a challenge, but I'm on I'm on it. So yes, mm-hmm. I like it. That's just one idea. All right. So what's your answer, L? The raccoons, because I can kick them. All right. <laughs> hey, you better not miss one with one kick. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not that vicious. Can I can Come I on. tell you a story about a raccoon? Oh, I'd love yes. it. Please. Okay. Do. So when I was still a nurse, um, I had this patient come in and he looked like he went through a cheese grater. And I'm like, dude, what happened? He said, man, I was so high last night and I got drunk with my buddies. And he goes, I saw this cute little raccoon come up on the deck. All I did was try to pet it. And this raccoon shredded this dude. He literally looked like hamburger meat. And I said, (laughs) did you learn your lesson to not do this anymore? Because he had to get like a whole series of rabies. Oh, imagine shots. how many shots. Oh, oh there, oh. and it's painful as shit because the stuff is so thick. It's like molasses. And it's a series that's like, there's like six or Is it one of them into your in it. stomach? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it'll work anyway if you've already been yeah, no. That's a whole other story. Yeah, exactly. And so, but I was just like, did you learn your lesson like to not approach like a raccoon anymore and he's like i couldn't help it it was so cute you got to watch elf i mean he tells you (laughs) that that raccoon gives him no chance (laughs) just kind of grab him by the scruff like a cat or a dog and throw him that's my only hope Elf. my hope is i get one of them by the tail i get the strongest one by the tail and i use him as a weapon and beat the others or scare the shit out of the others and get him to run away that's my only shot so you would pick the raccoons too Yes. Yeah, I would too, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the fetus position and play dead, or I hope that one of them takes me in as their cub, and they then they're gonna eat you from the asshole up. <laughs> I'm just gonna play dead, like. <laughs> they just, no, I'm I'm I go with the bear all day. Uh, the bear yeah. is uh, yeah one raccoon. I've heard many stories of raccoons just fucking people up, and I, this is yeah. five. No fucking way. You know yeah. what it makes me think of? It makes me think of that scene in Without a Paddle where he's like, pretend you're its cub or whatever. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like laying on the ground. It feeds him a dead bird carcass or something. He's like, ooh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, man. Those things are scary. And they're they're heavier than you think, too. 20, 30 pounds each. I mean, those things, mm-hmm. I, yep. I think that they, they fuck you up. But Oh, yeah. So they get debate. a little baloney with antifreeze on it. And they, Wait, where did you come up with that? Boss. I feel like she's done this before. Yeah, right? this is this right? is not her first go round with baloney and antifreeze. <laughs> have you, you, have you ever done dog? it with raccoons? Like, huh? 
Is, is there other like you do with humans? What yeah, antifreeze is baloney? Yeah, yeah. antifreeze is sweet. If you're trying to disguise it, you don't do baloney that's salty. You gotta do something sweet, like bacon. Antifreeze is sweet, apparently. I I learned that it from is. forensic files. It's like and, a chocolate and, covered pretzel to a bear. It's sweet and salty. Taste it. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's a good farm. It it you're balling on a budget. Antifreeze on some baloney ought to do it. Um, but if not, if you're more bougie, you can just get like Terminex or whatever that I, I like, I like to handle my own over here. Uh, they love bologna. I feel and- like you might've made a sandwich for someone before. <laughs> An X maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a bologna and antifreeze. I mean, cheese <laughs> sandwich. Jeez. The Julia special. It's now yeah. bologna and antifreeze. There you go. God. Swallow it down. As long as it's made with um, mayonnaise and not Miracle Whip, I'm cool. Oh, Miracle Whip is the bane of my existence. My grandmother Ugh. used to use it, and I'm scarred to this day. I smell it, and I'm like, oh, that's Agreed. not mayonnaise. Mm. Agreed. Guys, that this can- has been so much fun. Let's uh let's go around the horn, let everybody know where they can find you. And uh we'll start with Julia. All right. I'm Julia. I have the Cosmic Peach podcast, and it's uh wherever you listen to podcasts. I have YouTube. Um, for those of you who like to watch documentaries but don't want to get programmed, I have some great documentaries for you, program free. I'm pushing no agendas. Um and that's Cosmic Peach, I think, podcast on YouTube. So check that out. But um, wherever, I'm everywhere, nowhere. I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Miss Janet. You can find Deplorable Nation on every podcast platform plus actualactivist.com. Don't have video. Uh, anymore as of right now because I don't know where I'm going to put it going forward. So there you Odyssey. go. It's just audio only. Try Odyssey. Odyssey sucks. I use I it, but know. it's terrible. It's search <clears throat> engines awful. It, the only bonus of Odyssey is you can download videos. But other than that, good luck finding them. Miss <laughs> uh, L, you are a warrior, my dear. You made it through the entire show. I did. Thank you so much for coming. Where can everybody find Speed Bumps? Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I had to stay on these, like, some of my two favorite girls right here. I had to stay on. Um, had my three drinks. It's all right. Um, <laughs> little NyQuil action. No, that shit's toxic, Julia. We've talked about this. <laughs> my B, sorry. Um, but no, you can find me on the Speed Bumps podcast, wherever you listen to uh, podcasts. Um, on Instagram, I'm speed.bumps.podcast, and I'm also one O-N-E thumb E-L, and I'm going to be starting a new mini-series on YouTube. It is not going to be related to Speed Bumps, and yeah. Ooh. Nice. Teaser, we call that. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you, L. Thank you. All right, what do you got going on? Not much, man. Um, thanks again, L, for calling in today, too, to the news show that is Cunt, Conspiracy Underground News Team. It's a fun yes. show, you know. Uh, what was that face for, Matt? Did you think I was saying that to L? 
<laughs> like calling her that i would never no 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 no. <laughs> oh, I, I was saying yes I, I do that's one of my favorite shows i thought i thought because I, I thought you went like that and i, I yeah it just would have been wouldn't that be awful just to be like <laughs> you can't I ever thank l me. for being the cunt <laughs> yeah. Calling, yeah. Like, oh, it's all right it's all right <laughs> i would never i would never but yeah no uh just doing that and then you know uh just trying to grow the show uh consistently trying to have a better month each month and uh that's it man nothing uh different planned really just trying to do more and more content that resonates with people as they say in the biz but what about you man what are you up to the great resonator that's right hey you know i try <laughs> no I, I don't have anything specific i'm just making the rounds this week and next and uh it's baseball season approaching so i'm getting ready for that i can't wait to start coaching my son and all that fun stuff we start that this weekend so Looking forward to it. That means spring is right around the corner. Hey, while you're at the games, watch for Ryan um, in the bathrooms to see yeah. if he's got his pants around his ankles. <laughs> and my shirt up to my nipples. That's what. That's well, the best part about about like, well, my son will be ten this year, so we're kind of past that. But when he was in like little league. The kids would do that. They just go behind the dugout. They throw their pants down and just pee on the back of the dugout, and they had no shame whatsoever. And they, they it actually turned into a game. We had to stop, prevent them from peeing in the back because every single one of them did it. And the whole all you smell was pee all game. Oh, so we're like, yeah, no more of that, guys. Enough of that stuff. Go before the game. Ew. Yeah, crazy. Oh, guys, thank you so much. This is always a blast. Always love doing this. Stay strong. Question everything. Boys are boys from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can be the mummies. Only boys can grow up and be the daddies. Yes, sir. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. I think you're a special person. And I like your ins and outsides. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. Can you sing that with me?